What is going on, everyone? This is Zach back here with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. And here on today's episode, this is the night that lives change, franchises are altered in ways that we'll see for the next 10 years. This is none other than the 2022 Clutch Crew Sports NBA Mock Draft. Proud to present this with you guys. And now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Eric, the ranting co-host here. And Zach is definitely not joking. I mean, I drafted Josh Giddy to the Thunder last year, and it actually happened in real life. So, you know, we're, we're serious about this. Like, stuff will change right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> and what's going on, guys? It's Connor, the co-host with the most. And, yeah, unfortunately for me in this draft, I don't have the... Uh, hype surrounding it that Eric and Zach do given that their teams have the numbers one and two pick my Hornets are sitting down at number 13 and 15 so uh not as exciting but I'm still excited to see what goes on and yeah you know to all you teams out there if you're trying to make you know last minute adjustments last minute picks you know who should we take listen to us we know what we're talking about so we got you we got you <laughs> yeah for sure and, and like I said this is the night that uh you know lives are changed they've so got the the draft coming here in a few days and um i'll be I'll, I'll be interested if any of these guys uh, get drafted then drive over to taco bell and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about to walk up on the stage and like nah they're, well they're gonna taco they're gonna hear instead. a big bell ring like bong <laughs> <laughs> they better make sure to not knock that podium over then you know <laughs> well hey you know the toasted cheddar chalupa is back at taco bell right now that's like one of my favorite things they've ever made so it is pretty good. It. I will admit that. I, I will admit it. Yeah. I don't Taco know if it's Bell, good. Taco Bell, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be pretty disappointed if uh, the number one pick for the Magic, you know, doesn't shake the commissioner's hand and just goes out to Taco Bell for dinner during the draft. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy if I see that. But. He's not going to, like, go buy his family a nice steak or something. Like, nah, we're going to Taco Bell, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Already raking that sponsorship money, man. But uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Does he have to bring a Gatorade with him too, and like wear some Nike yeah. shoes or something? Yeah, bring it all, dude. Bring it all. <laughs> um. So yeah, we've done mock drafts before. We do it every year, NFL and NBA, uh, and we do it pretty much the same style. So if you've never heard one of our uh, Clutch Crew mock drafts, it's pretty much a round robin. We alternate picks for different teams. And we make our picks based on who uh, we think the best player, the best fit is. So it's not so much a predictive mock draft. Like, we're not trying to guess what the NBA executives will do. We're doing what we would do. Um, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we're building up a, a track record here. So, event. I mean, Connor shouted out our third year uh, anniversary last episode. You know, one of these days, we're going to go back in time and uh, look at how GM Zach, GM Eric, GM Connor have done. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, we're going to have to judge how our performance is on our past mock drafts. Yeah, I, I just know Connor made a horrific trade in the 2020. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that, that was one of the few times where we got something wrong there. <laughs> yeah, I think I was uh, I got too caught up in uh, wanting to screw around in that because that was our first like. Uh, yeah. mock draft that we did with trades, and I was like, "Oh, I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, and I could get Joe Burrow, but let me trade the number one overall pick away." Like, you know, I yeah. mean, to be, to be fair, to be fair, still got Chase Young, but obviously, yeah. 
not as good as Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah. And um, didn't the Jaguars end up trading for Jeff Okuda and they gave up the number one pick? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> that I was think, the really I, bad yeah, one. <laughs> that was the really bad one because at least the Bengals yeah. still got like a good player. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Jeff Okuda I, I think has been terrible. Yeah. You know, I'll take Trent Balky over uh, Connor. Uh, that comes to- <laughs> just for that yeah. one we're, we're turning it around though you know we're turning it around yeah i said i think I, I think i was too preoccupied with screwing around in that one to actually make good good plays <laughs> yeah all right guys so um, we will go ahead and get this uh mock draft started i hold the rights to the number one pick here with the orlando magic got the whole board in front of me anyone i can take um, I could Ty spend Ty Washington. <laughs> Come on, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, Osman Jing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna spend ten minutes on this pick. If anyone's watched my YouTube video on this, they'll they'll already be knowing who it'll be. Um, and that's just a shout out to our YouTube channel, putting uh, lots of content over on there. But I'm gonna take Chet Holmgren. Uh, the big man from Gonzaga, I just think his upside's too much for them to pass on. I, I've i always liked Chet. Even before the college season started, I thought he'd be the number one pick. And he's just got so much potential that I think the Magic, if they get him, could potentially be you know looking at a, a much better year next year with all these young guys that they have on the team. So I will take Chet. And then this is where the mystery starts. Um, Eric, we don't know his thoughts on OKC and who he wants them to pick, but you can't take Chet, Eric. Who are you going to take now? Yeah, I also want Chet Holmgren, please. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay, yeah, that, I I wanted him, but that's okay. You know, I especially after watching Zach's video, I knew there was a 99.9% chance that the magic were going to take Chet Holmgren here. You tried so. to make it ambiguous uh, last night. Yeah. <laughs> talking. So, yeah. So I, I was, I tried to do some like mind tricks and stuff, but you know, psychological warfare, but it didn't work, but that's okay. Cause we've got another good option on the table here at pick number two. And I'm happy that, you know, I go to these top guys that they're all uh, bigger guys. Cause that's really what, OKC needs right now so we will take Jabari Smith the power forward out of Auburn um, I like for his size that he's a pretty good uh, jump shooter I like for his size that for his size that he plays pretty good perimeter defense um, you know he he has some things that he needs to work on and things like that but it's okay because you know OKC we're a rebuilding team you know we're still not going to be contending most likely for you know another couple seasons so we can give him the time he needs while we continue to build so i think he's going to be a great player for us all right uh we have connor now picking third for the houston Rockets. so houston i think had the worst record they were they would have had the first pick if this was nfl style but they've slipped to number three who will the rockets take here at number three connor yeah so pretty much the Rockets have a lot of needs. I mean, like you said, they had the worst record in the NBA again. Um, <clears throat> so for me, it's really just going to be going best available. Um, you know, I have slightly considered, um, I've seen a couple things that have talked about possibly Jaden Ivey uh, going to the Rockets, but I got to go best available and I'm taking Paolo Benchero from Duke. Um, 
you know, he's a really good offensive big man. You know, a, a lot of people have been saying that his defense has been really underrated. Like a lot of people have been kind of overselling um, some of the concerns that they have with him on defense. Um, so Bantro definitely, he's got great size, great skill. <clears throat> if he can just work on that jump shot a little bit, then I think he could really turn into a valuable contributor for this Rockets team. I mean, and he's only going to get better. He was just a freshman, so he definitely has a lot of time to grow. Um, and he's coming out of that really good uh, Mike Krzyzewski tree of players from Duke. So um, definitely looking forward to having him on the Houston Rockets team. All right, yeah. So the, many people would say now this is where the draft really starts. Uh, those three guys were the the three that I talked about in my video, kind of tier one prospects you know, a, a cut above everybody else. Um, so now that those three guys have gone as predicted, uh, the rest are up for grabs. And I've got Sacramento's pick at number four now. I'm going to take Keegan Murray, the power forward from Iowa. Um, <sighs> <laughs> the Pistons are not happy with you about that one, sir. <laughs> 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 the, Pacers, the, the Pacers might not be terribly happy about that either. <laughs> yeah, well, Sacramento, they, uh, they, you know, they've been down on their luck. They need, they need a spark. I think Keegan Murray, after these three guys, will be the best guy. I think long term, he's definitely the play. Um, I think he can improve on some of his offense, but his defense seems to be pretty good, and he's got all the the size, the tools. Um, I know some people aren't as high on him, but, but I think he's going to end up being pretty good. I will let Detroit now, uh, regain their, their thoughts and, uh, figure out who their, their next option is here. Well, thankfully like OKC's GM, the Pistons, you know, we're prepared to have a backup plan just in case. And, uh, we will take Jaden Ivy, the shooting guard out of Purdue here, uh, could have used a big, but at the same time, I think Jaden Ivey will pair pretty nicely with their you know, number one overall pick from last year, Cade Cunningham. I think that's going to be a that'll be a great backcourt duo. So even though it wasn't who I wanted for the Pistons personally, I think Pistons fans overall will be pretty happy if this is what happens. All right. Number six now is the Indiana Pacers. Connor, you've got that pick, so where will Indiana go now at six? Yeah, this is definitely an interesting selection here because I know um, Ivy and Murray were the two guys that I wanted, so um, I'm kind of between two people right now. I'm between Sharp and Griffin. Um, The problem for me in this spot is... I, in my opinion, if I were just going off of pure talent and what we've seen, I think Sharp is the better player. But he, there's so much uncertainty around him because he sat that year at Kentucky because they wanted to, you know, quote unquote, protect his top draft status. So um, a lot of times I don't like these players taking years off. So I'm going to go ahead and actually take AJ Griffin instead because the Pacers do really need a lot of wing help. And I think he fits really well. And, you know, he's got jump shot ability. He's got a lot of scoring ability. This might be a little earlier than people would think that he's going to be going. But I think he just really fits really well with the Indiana Pacers. And I think he's the best three forward in the entire draft. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take him for the Pacers. 
All right. So <laughs> that's going to be the pick for Connor and the Pacers. And I, I was breathing a sigh of relief when you were deciding between the two guys. Because I've got Portland's pick here at seven. The guy I wanted going into this is still here. And I'm excited about that. I'm going to take uh, Benedict Matherin, the guard from Arizona. Um, I think. Is that Eric? I said, what? I got a chance to watch Matherin early in the season for Arizona. And I mean, he single handedly was their star player. There's no doubt about it. Arizona season was a success because of Matherin. Um, great shooter. I think he'll get a lot of good opportunities next to Dame, but also can guard the perimeter. Um, He's a taller guard, so he gives a good compliment to Dame being able to play defense. It's their biggest liability when they have two guards on the court, like Dame and Anthony Simons, who just can't play defense. Matherin can play defense pretty good, and he's got a shot. So out of everybody left, he's the guy that I'm hoping Portland would take. Um, at number eight now, the New Orleans Pelicans are drafting Eric Scott. Then Eric, did I snipe you again? Or uh, no, no, did not snipe me this time. It, uh, of course, the board's a lot more, a lot more open at this point. Um, but the good thing for the Pelicans here is with them, you know, being a playoff team last year, you know, they don't have as many needs as a lot of these other teams in the lottery do. So. Uh, I'm going to go like semi like what would be considered best available here, but at the same time, like it's still going to be a bit of a project, but I will take Shaden Sharp, uh, the shooting guard out of Kentucky. I know he didn't really actually play there or whatever, but, um, but he's got a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of potential to come in and be a contributor in the future. Um, I like his athleticism. I like his ability to create shots. My only like major con on him is he does need to be better with his defense, but um, I think the Pelicans can, you know, get the job done there. I I want to trust our coaching staff to help fix that issue of his game and and then him be a really good contributor for us here within the next couple seasons. All right, uh, pick number nine now is the San Antonio Spurs. Connor's got that pick, so Spurs. Looking to get back to the playoffs. They haven't been in a few years. Uncharacteristic of a Spurs team. So who will the Spurs take here at number nine? Yeah, the Spurs could definitely go a couple directions with this. They could go big. They could go on the wings. Um, but if I'm the Spurs, I know they need <clears throat> some 3 and D wings that can show up really well. And unfortunately, the only other like really good wing it that's left johnny davis isn't like that fantastic of a three-point shooter so with that being said i'm gonna go the big man route and i'm gonna go ahead and take jalen duran from memphis uh for the san antonio spurs Eakin's gonna be you know he may not be the most polished offensive talent but he's definitely got all the skills to be a really great rim protector and a really just physical presence in the paint um that i think you know no team could say no to something like that so i think it's a good pick for the spurs here all right, I've got uh, back-to-back picks now here as we enter picks 10 and 11. Um, <clears throat> so with you know OKC and Charlotte having later down picks, we gave those respective fans their 
uh, the picks to make. So I've got Washington here. The board's interesting to see who's left. Um, but there's a guy who I really like still on the board further down um, the rankings list. That's going to be Walker Kessler, uh, center from Auburn. One of the best big men in the country last year, especially defensively. I think Washington could really, really benefit from Kessler's defense. Um, and what he could, he could be so much better on offense. I think uh, the guards that he had at Auburn were just, you know, not very good for his offensive game. They were ball hogs shooting it a lot. So you, you didn't really see Kessler's offensive game and the potential that it has, but uh, his defensive game's proven. He, you know, is a good rim protector and someone who I think Washington could, could really use. Now at pick 11 here for the Knicks, I'm going kind of a different route. Um, the Knicks, I'm going to take a more flashy player. I'm going to take Dyson Daniels um, from the G League Ignite. I don't know too much about the G League, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that I don't watch every Saturday NBA G League. Um, but Dyson Daniels uh, looked to be pretty good in the G League, and I think the flashiness about him is, is really his playmaking ability. I think that's right now where he would perform best on. So New York, they've got some good players around that team. Daniels can be a playmaker for him and his own offensive game and shot creation has a little bit of progress to make, but um, I think Knicks fans would be pretty happy about this pick if he's there. All right, Eric, the second of OKC's picks are now up at pick 12. Um, so you've already grabbed Jabari Smith in the draft. You couldn't, you know, I have prevented you from taking his teammate Walker Kessler, but, uh, who are you going to take here with OKC's pick number 12? You're also prevented from trading this to acquire more draft picks. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I will trade this for a 2024, 2025 and 2026 protected first round picks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I will not be surprised if that's what happens in real life, but that's not what I'm going to do. So um, so I did draft uh, Jabari Smith, like Zach said. Uh, <clears throat> the Thunder still need uh, bigs overall. Uh, I was hoping Jalen Duran would fall, but since he didn't, I want to take uh, Mark Williams, the center from you Duke. You suck, He's, Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I knew I had a feeling I was going to snipe you there, but... But the the Thunder need a rim protector really bad. They they need a lot of help on that interior defense, and you know the backcourt's definitely our strength. So I figure uh, why not you know load up on the front court here and you know get some difference makers there. So, um, so Connor, I, greedy, being incredibly greedy with big men, the Hornets are not appreciative. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry. Well, you can blame the Spurs because if they hadn't taken Jalen Dur- uh, Jalen Duran, then yeah, I would have taken him, and then the Hornets could have had Williams. But so it hey, really, hey, it's hey, really, hey. really, it's the Spurs' fault. <laughs> I, I would disagree, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I would have been shocked if Connor would have taken that third Duke player in the draft. But um... <laughs> no, that that what that would have definitely been my pick because um, that's okay. like it's definitely what I'm hoping the Hornets do this draft is like, and I feel like I ask for this every year and then they never do it, but like front every pick they make needs to be front court. Like I swear if they take another guard at some point, I'm going to lose my mind. Like it's not what we need. All um, right. Well, yeah. Who's it going to be here? At pick 13, the first of Charlotte's picks in the first round. 
Okay. Um, we're gonna reevaluate now because uh, let's. Well, you know, I guess I'll just say before there's even a chance for, you know, I know probably one of the might be hating Johnny Davis is still on the board and he's the best, but like I said, I don't want us to take any backcourt guys and before anything can get any worse and the Cleveland Cavaliers do something wild, I'm going to go ahead and take Jeremy Sochan. I think he's probably the best bigger player left on the board. Um, we were looking at him. We were looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, like I said, he's a really good defender. He's, you know, he can play a lot of positions, which is good. You know, he's kind of like a hybrid, small forward, uh, power forward sort of player. So definitely want to get someone with his abilities on the Hornets player. Like I said, just get more front court players on this team. Um, and I think Sochan is the way to go right now for the first of our two picks. Yeah, I like him a lot, too, especially defensively. I think he's going to be a guy that gets a lot of steals and blocks. Yeah, and big man defense was definitely a problem for us this year. So definitely want to lock him up before someone else takes him. Yeah, definitely. All right, so Eric's got the in-between pick here at number 14 for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, This is your last pick, Eric. What will it be for the Cavs? Yeah, so I've been fortune in this draft that I've had picks for multiple teams that don't necessarily have a ton of needs. So this is definitely more of a luxurious type of thing. I could see in real life Cleveland trading this pick, but obviously we're not, you know, doing any kind of trades or anything. But uh, so if the Cavaliers do stay here, um, I will take uh, a player that I feel like is one of the better players available, but could still fit a position need at the same time. And I'll take uh, Terry Eason, the power forward from LSU. Eric uh, he's again. A, he's a versatile player. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> he's a, man he's, I'm going I'm to like, uh, man, Eric's going to be getting some I'm overthrow. Like, he's going to be getting some, uh, he's going to be calling for passes when we're playing NHL or later. And I'm just going to be like conveniently ignore them. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you wide open over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he he's also like a good uh, good at transition player, and I figure it's it's probably only a matter of time, matter of time before Kevin Love will be gone from there. So um, he can be somebody they can start grooming to be a replacement. So that is why I selected him. It was not to snipe Connor, I swear. <laughs> I'm not sure about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like you have all these center, like three centers when in the four picks before uh, before Connor took Charlotte's pick 13. But uh, that's, the, that's, the part, that's, that's the part that sucks. So that's really the position we need. Like, I like Sochan, yeah. but he's not a center, and center's our biggest need. Yeah, so uh, we're going to round up. This isn't technically a lottery pick, but uh, it's Charlotte's at 15. So um, the rest of the board's open for you now, Connor. Uh, hopefully... You can find a player you like here and round out our mock draft. Well, I said front court, front court, front court. And, you know, since, you know, everyone else wants to take the power forwards in the centers, um, I'll go with, uh, you know, like I said, I'll go with Us, how do you pronounce it? Usman Dieng, I guess. Usman. Is that how you pronounce it? Usman Dieng. Yeah, I'm going to take Usman Dieng. He's another, you know, versatile forward. He's a big, small, he's a 6'9 forward. Um, and, 
like I said, just get some more front court talent on this team. I really wish we could have gotten a center in this draft. I think honestly, in real life, we will get a center based on how some of these mock drafts are working out, but um, just wasn't the way to go in our mock draft here since, you know, we're, we're more so going on what we would do rather than what the teams are likely going to do. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully in real life, we actually get a center because that's really what we need. Mason uh, Plumley's yeah, understandable, Mason, man. Mason Plumley's not going to cut it. So <laughs> Montrez Harrell, Montrez Harrell. <laughs> I don't even. Well, we we'd have to re-sign him actually if we want him still. Yeah, they probably won't do that. But no. <laughs> All right, you never so... know. They they extended Bismack Biombo one time, so you never know. Yeah, well, you know, we're we're still paying for Nicholas Bum too, so that's also a thing. This, this is the last year of that though, right? Yeah, it's funny. It's like okay. this is the, it's it's so funny. I want to be happy about that that this is the last year that we're paying him, but then I got to remember that we still have two more years of paying Gordon Hayward too, and it's like, like oh, and you're why? Paying more. <laughs> like, uh, I want to die sometimes looking at our salary cap table. Like the only guy on our team who's like making big money that I actually think is worth it is Rozier. Like. Yeah, and it's like I, and even I mean, like even then he might be like a little bit overpaid, but like I think 20 million is fine. Like he's been one of the biggest contributors on the team and like Melo's still playing on a rookie deal. So like, you know, but I'm fully expecting Miles Bridges to outdo Rozier's contract whenever he gets another deal. So. Gotcha. I, mean, I know you didn't get what you wanted here for the Hornets, but I, I think the, I think the Hornets fans would be pretty OK if this is who they get. Like, I, I think it's still a solid start towards the future for them yeah um, definitely a lot of things that the Hornets could do this offseason but that'll wrap up this NBA mock draft uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to it our you know commentary about the draft other things um, this is pretty fun to record this and hopefully you guys enjoy the actual NBA draft when it's on uh, let us know uh, who your favorite team is in the comments, who you want them to draft, maybe a player from the college that you watched and really like. I know Eric and I are big fans of uh, Kennedy Chandler. Yeah, so, want to see him get drafted early. <laughs> want to see him get drafted early, hopefully not to a team that we hate, you know, but uh, <laughs> he's got high upside too, man. Like people are saying he's got John Morant traits, and, and I really see that too. That's like that's his ceiling ceiling for sure. But I mean, the guy can fly down the court um, and and jump out of the gyms similar to John Moran. So we'll see how uh, draft goes, where these players end up. And um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And remember, be clutch. Bye. Peace.